the tacos in texas you only had them like once i know and they were so darn good they were enough to make you miss them yeah oh and those frozen bananas that we had at acl oh my god the from bananarchy Mm -hmm. those are so good Mm -hmm. they look not they they look a little bit phallic But then, like, when do bananas not? They know? always do. Well, I've thought about making my own at home because that's something you could very easily make as, like, a sweet treat for yourself. Oh, yeah. Freeze a banana and then dip it in. I guess it might the, be difficult to, like, melt the chocolate. Yeah. But you or you can just, literally just eat frozen bananas. Frozen Those are, are good. So are frozen grapes. Have you ever mm-hmm. had frozen yes, grapes? Yes, yes, yes. Those yes. are like actual candy. Those are. Another yeah. thing, when I was a kid and I went over to my Nana's house, who wasn't actually my grandma, because neither of my grandmas live anywhere near me, it was like this older lady from church who everyone called Nana. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, when I went over to my Nana's house, she always made these things for me that it was graham crackers with like a scoop of yogurt and then another graham crap- cracker on top of it and then it was frozen. Hmm. It was really good. It kind I wouldn't say it tasted like and obviously didn't taste like cheesecake, but like with the graham cracker like crust, it was kind of yeah. like Yeah. It had that sort of vibe. Yeah. Okay. That sounds interesting and kind of good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, the yogurt that was used is probably, like, that yogurt that has, like, half your daily sugar intake in it. Probably. That's something that, like, most people don't realize because they all think yogurt is healthy. But if you're eating the, like, Yoplait stuff, look at how much sugar is in there because it's probably, like, 14 grams. And that's kind of a lot of sugar. Mm, I need to go look at mine. I usually get Greek yogurt with no fruit in it. And then if I, because also the like fruit concentrate type thing that they put in it is usually what has all the sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Now I need to go look at the one I have. Mine's, I've had Greek yogurt. I like Greek yogurt, but I'm trying like a French based yogurt. So we'll see. Look at us already talking about food as we always do. I love food. The food is so good. Okay. This isn't about food, but it's by a, about a slightly related topic it's about coffee Mm so um I have been making myself coffee with an aeropress which is like it's basically the least expensive of the options for like fancy coffee Mm -hmm. um but I lost like the little thing that screws on to the bottom so that the coffee can like filter through it Mm-hmm. And now I can't make coffee with my AeroPress because I lost that part of it. 
-hmm. and so I'm having to go back to making like the one cup coffee in my like hot water maker and I don't feel fancy anymore I feel sad and I have looked all over for this thing and like it's not like it has ever left the kitchen like I don't know where it would be like it's not with the other two parts of my coffee maker I looked literally I used a spoon and dug through my compost box because I thought that like when I dumped the coffee grounds out it might have accidentally gone in there Mm -hmm. but like it's not there I even pulled out like half of my trash thinking for some reason I might have thrown it away Mm -hmm. I just like I don't know where it is and I don't want to buy a whole new AeroPress even though it's not that expensive but like still I'm only missing did you like look in all your cupboards or like maybe did it fall down your disposal potentially or I looked in my disposal I I think I would have heard it if I turned my disposal on and it was in there and it I don't think the disposal would have cut it up but I've looked in the disposal it's not down there I can look through my cabinets again sometimes you put things in funky places maybe I put it with all my lids like for some odd reason like my Tupperware lids. Hmm. I'll look there when this um, podcast is over. Yeah, we should probably, you know, introduce ourselves. <laughs> yeah, if we want the podcast to be over, we should probably start it. Yeah. Um, hi guys, welcome to You Can Live Anytime with myself, Olivia, and I'm Annika, the practicing gay, and the person that's lost part of her arrow press. Yes, and the gay that can no longer drink coffee. I I can. I'm just making it in a sad way. A normal way. In the normal way. Is that why when you were talking about that one of your greatest joys throughout the day is getting up and making yourself a cup of coffee as a break? Was that because of your AeroPress? Yeah, because I, like, actually have to make it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't just, like, put it under with, like, hot water. It's, like, I have to do the little thing where I put the grounds in and then I and I could do espresso I would feel better about doing espresso that way too because it feels more I don't know concentrated Mm -hmm. and then I could make like my foamed milk and then I pour it into my espresso Mm, foamed milk I personally I get that people don't want like a lot of foam their stuff like I know like even for myself like well but what I was about to say was like I get it if you're not a cappuccino drinker but I don't get people that just want they don't want any foam they're like no foam in my latte and I'm like so it's espresso and like warm milk are you a cat yeah like foam just a little bit a little bit of foam personal that's me I'm like I don't think coffee like if you're gonna get like a latte or something like that like just a little foam just a little foam. Just a little foam. Personal preference. Um, well, we kind of already did ketchup and mustard on your end, but do you have anything else going on that you want to chit-chat about other than losing a part of your AeroPress? <laughs> um, oh. This is more on food. I made myself something really good the other day. I don't know. Maybe you can you can try it. I don't know. I know you like zucchini, but mm. I was using yellow squash. And what I did the other day, oh my God, it was so good. What I did the other day is I cut it like longwise. So it kind of looked like like a long piece of spaghetti, like fat and long. Mm. 
mm-hmm. something you'd maybe make lasagna out of. Mm-hmm. And so I cut it like that way. And then I seasoned it. Mm-hmm. I did like salt. And I did this all before putting it in the burner. I did like salt. I put, did I put basil on it? I think I put basil on it. And then I put uh, lemon pepper on it. Mm-hmm. And onion powder. Mm-hmm. And then I cooked it. Mm-hmm. So that I got like brown on mm-hmm. both sides. And then I used it as like a meat substitute in a sandwich with basil pesto or oh. no basil mayo I did a basil mayo mm-hmm. and some cooked onions and then like avocado and tomato it was really good mm. so if you ever want to I would just say and I had never cooked squash like that before so like I think I'm gonna try to cook zucchini kind of like that in a similar way tonight but make it like a eggplant parmesan except a zucchini parmesan oh that sounds so good last night andrew made homemade like general so's chicken Ooh, and it tasted so good i bet if you wanted to do it like for yourself you could probably just do like tofu maybe cauliflower yeah cauliflower or i could use like a chicken they spell it like that when it doesn't have meat in it. They spell it C-H-I-K apostrophe N. Chicken. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but he, like, did a little, not, like, breading. He just, like, dropped it in some cornstarch, and he, like, fried it up and then, like, made the sauce, mm. and we made rice and broccoli with it, and it was so good, and he was like, we never need to go to a Chinese restaurant again because we've been making so much, like, Asian cuisine because I think that between the two of us, that's our favorite We've just been like experimenting a lot. So mm-hmm. um, he's like, we never need to go to a Chinese restaurant again, except support local. Support food local people. businesses. Yeah. But he was just like, he was so proud of himself. And I was so happy for him because he was excited. And I was like, it was, it was really good. So I like food like triumphs, I guess, when you like try something and you're like, oh, this is really good. Like, I did it myself. Woo. <laughs> Speaking of supporting local businesses, I ordered in last night because I was working really late and I didn't feel like making myself dinner because Mm -hmm. it was literally 9.30 and I was tired and didn't want to make myself dinner after I finished work. So I ordered from this Caribbean restaurant and they had plantains, sweet plantains. Oh my God. I haven't had sweet plantains since I went to Ghana and I that was like two years ago and I tried buying plantains at the grocery store and trying to like make them and they just didn't turn out how I wanted them to and that was really sad Mm -hmm. and so I finally got I finally got my plantains I ordered I will say I was a little bit sad because I ordered a sweet potato cake and because I got it through Postmates when they delivered it to me it just wasn't in the bag and like at that point in time, I'm not going to, like, tell my driver, be like, go back to the restaurant, mm-hmm. and plus, I'd already gotten up to my apartment when I looked in my bag, and so, like, I didn't get my sweet potato cake, but it's okay, because even though I paid for it and didn't get it, the money is going to a local business. So. That's a very nice way to look at it, because I feel like a lot of people would get angry and feel very gypped. And I, think I was a little very... bit sad, but, like, because yeah. I didn't get to eat the sweet potato cake. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry. And I was really looking forward to it. I'm sorry. But it's okay. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything for OSNAP we forgot? I don't think so. Was there anything we were talking about? We did a lot of talk about important issues that all I'm going to say is, is don't forget about those because they're also very important right now. Don't forget about those also because the Supreme Court still thinks that it wants to control women's bodies. Which is hilarious. It's fine. Which is really funny um, <laughs> because none of the people that voted for that uh, recent passing, I don't even know what it would be called, mm-hmm. like they were all men. Yep. All of the people in favor were were men. Yeah. I think there becomes a point where your religious point of view definitely infringes on people when in politics and law. And um, I think everyone has a right to their own belief system, but that doesn't mean that you should control people with that belief system. Because I know plenty of people of faith that are on birth control for an array of reasons. Oh yeah. I have never myself been on birth control because for reasons outside of what it would present to me, but <laughs> I have been No, what I'm saying is that I have been offered birth control throughout my life for multiple different reasons, yeah. even though obviously none of them are for actual birth control reasons because yeah. I am a lesbian and don't have that fear in my life of actually getting pregnant you're a lesbian i thought you were american (laughs) you're a lesbian i thought you were american American. sorry keep going (laughs) but the reason i have chosen not to have birth control has nothing to do with the fact that i'm not worried about getting pregnant it has to do with the fact that Mm -hmm. genetics and breast cancer Mm. can be affected and it can raise your risk of having breast cancer if you have a certain gene Mm -hmm. which I probably do as my mom's side of the family Mm. has well and people use it when they have endometriosis like severe period cramps um someone I know personally had period cramps so bad she would be like throwing up on her period Mm -hmm. like and I'm like you're really gonna look at a young girl and tell her that she just has to be sick because she's a woman and her period cramps are that bad like yeah, I was offered to it. I was offered it for um, controlling hormonal acne, mm-hmm. which is another thing that has nothing to do with mm-hmm. pregnancy, but mm-hmm. it's not a fun experience, especially when you're 22 and everyone else you know has gotten over acne by now and your face is completely red and filled with acne and it makes you depressed. So you're also on antidepressants. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, we don't need, we talked a lot about it last week. And we I talked think, a lot about it last we, week. We always talk about how we want to keep things light. And I think Annika and I both are just like a lot of people in the world, kind of just frustrated. And I think people are finally really gearing up for wanting change. And I think this is just part of it. Um, and I think women's health should not just be a concern for women. We should all be concerned about women's health. I think we should all be concerned about a lot of issues, even if they don't directly affect us. Yeah, because you need to be able to 
you know, think about things from other people's views and how they would feel. But it seems like people can't do that, which I don't understand. Which it's goes become back. The, a very American mindset. Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know where along the road that like developed but it doesn't seem like there are a lot of other countries worldwide that think that egocentrically mm -hmm. I do want to also point out and this isn't me trying to say that the issues that we're talking about aren't important obviously we both have talked about them how important they are but I think in this time that we also need to be thankful that we do have some of the rights that we do because there are areas in the world where people are still very very oppressed um and people can't get you know basic needs and that that's something as american people that we're very privileged to have so i think and that's not maybe that isn't the right thing to say right now but i think well i think you and i especially yeah. we can see how much we have I think that's part of the thing that's becoming apparent to me is that like I so many of these issues that are coming out I'm like oh that doesn't affect me and that's really something that's that I'm grateful for that I haven't had to go through that but it's also mm -hmm. like now how can I learn about that and help people who have gone through that mm -hmm. exactly and I but I think the fact that we are that advanced and that we do have those things it's even more important that we fight for them because as the world continues to develop and change an area of the world areas of the world continue to develop and change that we are set up for the tools to help the people that need or want to be helped and that yeah we can continue because i think the united states as flawed as our history is and as flawed as everyone's history is is that I think I at least like to look from the fact that we are founded on the idea of freedom and change and moving forward and that we are the land of opportunity. Now, as a lot of things have been pointed out recently and everything that's been going on, that hasn't been what our actual history is. But, but I maybe think that go ahead. It would Sorry. be nice for us to like try to get there. Like we're yeah right now I feel like this movement is what's actually trying to get us to becoming the land of opportunity mm -hmm. like I think we do feel passionately about that we just haven't actually gotten there yet and so we that's haven't part executed of, it very well. we haven't executed the land of opportunity very well yeah but it is good that as a society we believe in that enough to be trying to affect change from the bottom up because mm -hmm we are currently still allowed to do that but yeah Ugh. all right as we've discussed before we feel it's important to talk about these things but we also don't because some people find them to be overwhelming and we talk about it a lot and we want to be a place of joy and laughter and fun and we want to be thought-provoking on this podcast so so now let's get to something completely different Yes. And okay. I don't actually know what it is. This is a surprise episode for me. I'm so excited. Guys, we're going to get a little spoopy. So, spoopy um, stew. <laughs> it's a spoopy stew. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is an inside joke that we might need to post on the internet. We'll see. Maybe we'll let you in on it. 
Um, so recently, because of the way the world works and my job, sometimes I'm going into the office and sometimes I am working from home. So as a lot of people do, um, Andrew leaves for work every day. So sometimes I'm home alone and I can't sit in complete silence because it drives me insane. So I turn things on. Recently, one of the things that I am putting on in the background while I work is BuzzFeed Unsolved. Mm. If you guys have not watched BuzzFeed Unsolved, it's like a BuzzFeed kind of uh what's it's the under word? the BuzzFeed umbrella yeah. of like TV type shows, but obviously yeah. it's not on TV, it's on YouTube. Yeah. It's on YouTube and episodes. it's on Yes, episodes. It's also on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um and the hosts are Ryan and Shane. They've been on um, BuzzFeed for quite a while. So this week, I would love to talk about, in general, supernatural things. Mm. And getting, like, just kind of, like, hashing it out, talking about your opinions. And I think it's really interesting because a lot of supernatural occurrences that people talk about um, are very culturally based. They're religious-based. There's also a lot of scientific things involved in there. And I think people have very differentiating views even kind of within all these little subcultures of things so I wanted to go through some stuff just kind of talk in general about some things and then I might be bringing up some specific like lore or um culture stuff so um in general um so I want to make sure that I say I've gotten quite a bit of my stuff from wikipedia I've gotten it from um what else the guardian mainly wikipedia that's that's the bulk of it um but i wanted to launch into in general um i think when talking about supernatural things you obviously have to start off with ghosts yes ghosts one of the great debates of time spirits supernatural hauntings and spaces Mm -hmm. so do you believe in ghosts or do you not i can't say that I've ever had a strong leaning one way or the other like I think where my head lies is like it's always open to what you might call a supernatural experience but Mm -hmm. I've never actually had one Mm -hmm. and so because of that I don't like have a strong yes or no Mm-hmm. Now, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, this is a bit of a side tangent, but I think it's a really funny story, and so I think I'm going to tell it. When I was a kid, I loved mystery books. I read just about every mystery book on the planet that was like kid books, and so there was this series called the A to Z Mysteries, and there was one, mm-hmm. and every book was like double named by letter, and so I want to say it was like the G book so it had something to do with ghosts and so I read this book and then I got super scared of ghosts and I don't even know why but it was because like the ghost was haunting them and like you know doing mysterious things and it wasn't actually a ghost it was like a human dressed up as a ghost Mm -hmm. um but anyways I got super scared of ghosts and my house is like kind of secluded 
And so how it was built, there's a window in my shower. I don't know if you remember from when you went to my house, Mm -hmm. but in my shower, there's a window that goes to the outside and it doesn't really matter because there's no one that lives anywhere near me. But after I had read this book about ghosts, I got super scared that there was going to be a ghost that popped up in that window in my shower especially when it was dark outside and I was taking night showers Mm -hmm. and that's why I started singing in the shower to distract myself from this window that there might be a ghost in but then one night my dad went out to check the air conditioning which also happens to be like behind my bathroom so like kind of close to my window so he brought a flashlight out and he was going to check the air conditioning and while I was in the shower this flashlight shone through the window and I flew out of the shower I was like mom mom Oh my gosh. I can like see it all in my brain and I can feel the intensity in my body right now. Because I, my first thought, this is probably even like multiple years after I read this book, but like, you know, the haunting still lingered. And so my first thought, as soon as I saw that light come through the window was ghosts. (laughs) There's a ghost (laughs) with a flashlight (laughs) well I mean yeah but I was like mom (laughs) eventually my mom was just like oh yeah dad went out there to check the air conditioning but first thought ghost ghost see my first thought would be like some creeper is like peeping in on me but and he came out of the woods that would be my first thing I I feel like that there's also a possibility of ghosts because I feel like number one as human beings we get very attached to spaces and we also get very attached to objects um and also there are people ripped out of this world in very gruesome ways in very sudden ways um and I feel like that there's the potential for the spiritual like the spirits of our beings to linger I have had what only my family and I have debunked as a ghost experience and it was something that it was like pieced to get like it happened when I was a kid and it we pieced it Mm. together when I was older so when I was a kid I was I don't know I had to have maybe been four or five, I would think, around that age. Um, My aunt and uncle on my biological mother's side, my biological mother is not in the picture. That's a total side story, but that's why I say those words to people who don't know. My aunt and uncle on my biological mother's side um, had a baby and she died um, pretty quickly after she was born. And so they held a formal funeral and it was like an open casket and everything. And I remember going to the funeral and I remember being a kid, like wanting to see the baby. And we, so I were, it was funny because one night my dad and my sister and I were all kind of like working through this story. And I remember, so I'm going to tell it from my memory. So I remember going up to the casket and like seeing the baby and 
its like collar was flipped up on its dress and I like fixed her collar and I remember standing next to my cousin and kind of talking to her and like we were just chit-chatting like that's the only like very vivid memory I have um and my dad and I were talking about that instance and he was like no I remember that and he was like I took you up and you were a little kid and he's like all of a sudden you started talking to someone and I was like dad I was talking to Julia like my cousin like she was standing next to me I remember we were both little kids and we were talking to each other and he goes Olivia Julia's from my side of the family she would have not have been at that funeral oh and then this part I did not remember when we were talking about it and then when my dad started to tell it it kind of like flooded back to my brain and he's like it wasn't just that so he's like you're a little kid you're talking to someone next to you he's like as little kids we are you know as adults and we see little kids like we know you guys have imaginary friends and you know kind of all that stuff and he's like I thought you were just kind of doing like you know your kid talk kind of thing and he said all of a sudden he's like you walk over to your aunt and uncle he's like they're dressed up there's a long line of people waiting to talk to them and he was like you start pulling on your aunt's dress and you know you're like saying her name and like you know and she's like honey hold on just give me a minute and he was like you would not stop pestering her and so she said finally she leaned down and she was like yeah Olivia what is it and they named their daughter Grace and I guess I went up to my aunt and I said I just wanted to let you know that baby Grace is safe in heaven and that she will be waiting for you one day and she was my dad was like and everyone lost it and I was like oh that's so spooky so that's what you said I guess I guess do you have I don't know. any memory of what you were saying to Julia no it's very much I don't remember any audio stuff it's very much picture but I remember like standing because I remember because my dad I couldn't I was short enough where I couldn't see up into this little casket like my dad had to kind of lift me up but I remember kind of like being able to see like the top of like kind of like being able to sort of peek my eyes over and I remember my cousin standing next to me because we were the same age and I do remember walking over to my aunt and like pulling on her dress but I don't remember anything that was said to me but I like as clear as day I was like dad no Julia was standing next to me like I vividly remember that and he was like there was no way she would have been at that funeral because not the same side as the family now I don't know if you could debunk that to me remembering things wrong but it, it was just a very weird circumstance yeah so I feel like and I and to let everyone know I did grow up um in a family um that had obviously uh Christian beliefs and that went to church regularly so um but I, yeah, I just kind of remember those little images. And so with that and just other things I've kind of like heard people say, I, I think it's a possibility. I'm not a person that's going to go around saying ghosts exist, blah, 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 blah. Because especially what I experienced, I did as a very young child. And so I think you kind of learn as, as, an, as an adult, your memories as a child can be very like distorted. Like like, do you ever remember thinking, like, you're like, oh, you think of a period in your life, and you're like, oh, that felt like it was a year, and your parents were like, that was, like, only two months, and you're like, what? It's like, uh, I don't know, 
So that's why I'm not like super like ghost exists, but I'm like mm, something kind of spooky Maybe. happened. Possibly something sort of spooky Think- happened to me. So spoopies. Mm-hmm. The spoopies happen. Mm-hmm. Now this is a one. Okay, so switching gears. This is one definitely more based in religion, but do you believe in like angels, demons, like specifically within demons, like possessions and those sorts of things? Because I think those occur on like a lot of shows like Supernatural or there are um, actual things that have happened where people have supposedly Mm -hmm. been possessed kind of thing. And um priests or doctors having to perform exorcisms and a lot of those are somewhat older i wouldn't say anything that was happening in the past 30 plus years but do you believe in those sorts of things and i think that's a little different because it's based more in religion but i think this is a hard one because as a person of faith it's kind of at least expected that you believe in angels in heaven Mm-hmm. But I also, as an earthly being, have a very hard time conceptualizing something that would happen after Earth, mm-hmm. or that is, you know, mm-hmm. not of an earthly experience. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that, like, I guess I believe in, but only conceptually, because I realize that, like, that's not an experience. I'll probably have while I'm on earth mm-hmm. however demons I don't know there have definitely been cases of people who are who like suddenly change behavior and I've heard some of these on like my favorite murder podcast or tri- crime junkie podcast um where people just like all of a sudden start acting differently and no one has any sort of reasoning behind it no one ever gets any you know why is this happening what are they doing and there's one story that I'm thinking of right now where the guy just disappeared like after he started acting differently then he disappeared never came back never found his body and so I don't know there are definitely like cases of really really weird things happening and I don't know if you would call them demon possessions or Mm -hmm. if it's some sort of brain chemical imbalance you know you could you could probably explain it scientifically Mm -hmm. I think probably in the older days when they didn't have the terms for it it could have been something like dissociative identity disorder Mm -hmm. and people just didn't know that it was dissociative identity disorder and so they they said it's a demon Mm -hmm. inheriting this person's body but who knows Mm -hmm. um I'm someone also because I grew up within a faith community. Um, I kind of feel the same way about that, but I don't really believe in anything that evil existing. But then again, I'm someone who I like to be an optimist and I always like to believe that people are going to be better. And recently I've been very much proven wrong, but (laughs) when it comes, when it comes to demonic possessions, I totally don't feel like that's real only because, like you said, I think it can be explained by mental disorders. Like the one case I'm thinking of is um, 
is Annalise Michael. She was a German woman and she was like exercised to like the point of death. Um, and it was over years and she was like a young woman and there. I uh, just want to cl- clarify that you're saying exorcised and not like exorcised. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't make her work out to death. Yeah. Um, uh, no, like religious exorcisms, but there are so many, like, um, I totally forget only because when it comes to mental health and how we interpret the brain and its changes and its chemical imbalances that occur. And like example, schizophrenia doesn't, its Mm -hmm. onset isn't until like mid twenties, um, like early, depending on gender, there are things that don't start occurring until a certain age in life. Um, but there is, there are very like specific cases of very rare, um, whether you want to call them disorder, diseases um, that occur very rarely in humans where, and I forget the one, it's, it's the one that's specifically related to the book of Brain on Fire. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, so anti-NMDA. So it's an autoimmune condition where the body produces antibodies that act against receptors in the brain, resulting in neurological and psychiatric symptoms. And I don't know enough about it. And so I'm not going to like go deep into it, but I remember originally reading it and like, there's those very like acute kinds of diseases that are very rare and that are not widely occurring, but they show symptoms of like, like voice changes or even people who are borderline um, multi-personality disorders that kind of those things that are actually based in science within brain chemistry that can be interpreted into quote-unquote being possessed but also I feel like it just I feel like some of those things that are rooted in very old like culture and religion because they didn't have a heavy amount of science and I mean shoot even today we might just be at the tip of the iceberg science-wise but we have a lot more knowledge now than they did back hundreds of years ago. And when someone has a psychotic break or when someone actually does have multi-personality mm-hmm. disorder and has experienced wide traumas, they didn't have science to back it up. So their go-to was religion and religious beliefs. So I'm kind of with you, right? Like a mixed bag of opinions. So um Sorry, that was like a really long side tangent. Um, Okay, there are a couple of specific ones that I want to ask about. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Bigfoot, Sasquatch, the Yeti. I feel like this is a highly debated one. This is a very highly debated one because I don't think there have been as many Incredible sightings and cases of Bigfoot. And I know there's a whole like TV show about it, and I really haven't watched it. I mean, actually, I have for like a second because it's one of those shows that my that plays on my grandma's TV because she's one of those people who kind of watches (laughs) some of those like slightly debatable like mm-hmm. shows so I'm gonna have to say no 
I, this is one of those that I just, like, it's fun to, like, kind of joke about, and, Mm -hmm. like, it's a cool thing that this society has kind of come around to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, Bigfoot exists, but I don't, I haven't had enough credible information presented to me to say anything about Bigfoot existing, because with, with, things like angels even demons or ghosts like people who believe in that have always had an experience like directly with it Mm -hmm. and so you've kind of or I personally have at least gotten a lot of different stories from people that make me feel like it's more credible like it's more credible opinion um Mm -hmm. whether you believe that exists or not but for Bigfoot that's not really something that I've heard Mm -hmm. I think one of the most compelling things is that there have been quote-unquote sightings throughout the world and that many different cultures have some form of giant hairy man beast Mm. in their lore I think it's very disheartening that several forms of evidence that have been brought to light end up being fabricated or fake fake footprints fake Mm. hair samples somebody supposedly it was brought to light that this gentleman had a bigfoot carcass and sold it for a lot of money and it ended up being fake So, and I think one of the most compelling things is that we have no bones, feces, you know, any teeth found or on record anywhere. Because when you talk about the dinosaurs, we have never seen dinosaurs Mm -hmm. in human existence. And we obviously have fossils. So how do we have that? for creatures that haven't existed anywhere near the same time span that humans have. But we think Bigfoot exists, but we can't find any of that conclusive evidence. Yeah. And then it kind of goes to the whole, like, is there just one Bigfoot? Mm. That's another part of it that would be very hard for me to, like, believe. Mm-hmm. Like, how is there only one creature that looks this certain way, acts this certain way, lives this certain way? Mm-hmm. And also, it would, pro- it would have a lifespan. Mm-hmm. Like, how long ago were Bigfoot sightings started? And then you have to think about if it's one creature. I'm looking at this in a very, like, optimistic, like, if this, yes. if Bigfoot were real type of thing they with just one bigfoot it would have no way of reproducing it would honestly like what does it eat mm-hmm. you would think that sort of like large creature would be would eat meat mm-hmm. and then you would find like animal carcasses in the woods i don't know like mm-hmm. i think i think people are in the woods and they just see gigantic bears and they 
<laughs> it's just a bunch of bears. I'm someone, I want someone to prove me wrong. I want someone to find Bigfoot and be like, see, it is real. See, it's Bigfoot. I would love for that to happen. I just don't think there's enough, as you said, evidence. I need something yeah. more concrete. And the fact that people fabricate evidence so much makes you not believe Doubt. even more. Yeah. So one of my other bigger topics that's specific, the Bermuda Triangle. Ooh, I felt like we were going to get here. This was either going to go from Bigfoot to the Loch Ness Monster or like Bigfoot to the Bermuda Triangle. Well, because the Bermuda Triangle, there's so many different theories. Some people think it's haunted. There's a crazy electromagnetic field. Some, mm. some people are crazy and think that Atlantis, the lost city that Plato wrote about, which by the way, well, hold on, let me get through the theory. People believe that the ancient city of Atlantis, Plato wrote about how it was an advanced society. It sunk into the sea. So some people believe that the Bermuda Triangle is where Atlantis sunk into the sea and things go missing because the Atlanteans attack them and bring them to their kingdom. Oh. Other than when Plato, Plato, right? Plato? Now I'm questioning myself. Don't, y'all, don't get mad at me if it's not Plato. I, now I'm really doubting myself. Some ancient writer. We don't fact check on this podcast, I guess. <laughs> um, if he would have written about a city that sunk into the water, it would have been in the Mediterranean Sea, not by Florida. Yeah, it would have been somewhere where Plato would have had access to. Yeah, not in good old Florida. Also, yeah. the people that think that I need you to get your head checked. <laughs> but also, like, how are people living underwater? I don't know. Like, the Atlanteans, or whatever you want to call them. Unless they've all evolved to be shark people. Shark people. Like, shark boy and lava girl. <laughs> <laughs> shark boy and lava girl. So I mentioned the Bermuda Triangle to Andrew. And... He said, supposedly, it is the area, it's a concentrated area in which the most amount of flights cross through. Mm. And he said, if you look at the percentages, the amount of, like, planes that go down and ships that go down in the ocean really don't differ from any other areas of the ocean. I think the only reason it's it brings attention... It's such a heavily trafficked yeah. area. And I think because anytime people, before they go down, they're like, something's weird. It's the ocean. We haven't explored 90% of the ocean. All of it's weird, okay? <laughs> That's my take. I don't know. Do you feel like that there might be something suspicious, spoopy about the Bermuda Triangle? I think it could be possible. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to remember where I personally learned about the Bermuda Triangle and a part of me says that it was in like a geography class in school that mm -hmm. we like touched on it and that's where I first heard about it because it's like mentioned that this specific area was known as the Bermuda Triangle but it's never really been I think obviously there have been accounts more accounts of the Bermuda Triangle mm -hmm. than of Bigfoot mm -hmm. 
And so I think there's more of a possibility, but mm-hmm. it also is a big question of if it is real, what's causing it? Mm-hmm. Because I think you mentioned there have been thoughts about it being like an electromagnetic field or like something that is actually like tangible, measurable. Mm-hmm. And if it were different, I feel like someone would have figured it out by now. Mm-hmm. Like, is there some way to measure electromagnetism of a certain area? Mm-hmm. And if there is, why haven't people figured that out? Yeah, I agree. Okay, I got two more little subsections. We're nearing the end of our time this week. Aliens. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, let me specify. And this is something that I've thought about. I think there's a difference between the little green guys with big heads and big eyes. And there's a difference mm-hmm. between actually believing if there is life outside of the planet Earth. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to go. I was like, if you are asking me if I believe in something that we have conceived to be aliens, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. But... I do think it is very, like, self-centered of us, naive of us as earthlings to believe that no other place in our entire galaxy could support some sort of life form like humans. Mm -hmm. Because we're just one planet in a solar system that's in a I don't know what the next one is. Galaxy that's in a universe. And the Milky Is the Milky Way a galaxy? I need to remember my science. I think so. I think we are Milky Way galaxy. Yes. But we are like are just our solar system is a speck within the Milky Way as a whole. And the Milky Way is full of different solar systems. And the Milky Way as a galaxy is just a small portion of our ever-growing universe. Like, to think that we are the only intelligent life that exists. It's just a question of a... so wild to think about, though. Well, think it's... about, like, what if we were born into a different reality? Like, what if... Yeah. We were the ones living on whatever other life form there is. Mm-hmm. Like, what would that be like? Mm-hmm. I hope white people don't ruin it again. Like, the day that we find it, I hope that we don't... White well, people ruin everything. We really do. Well, I think I think both options are scary. To think that we are the only intelligent living beings in the whole universe is a very scary and lonely thought. But mm-hmm. I also think it's very scary to think that there's other intelligent life out there because you go how advanced are they? Do they have the ability to find us? Are they like us? They're still figuring it out. There also, um, I do, there are several like alien-ish theories that I enjoy. And I think one of them um, is kind of like the same idea as like divergent from the fact that we as human beings are actually part of a more advanced society, but a small portion of us were put on this planet as like, mm as like an experiment to see how we would grow and develop and interact thinking that we are the only existing beings. I've never actually read Divergent, but that sounds like an interesting, 
like concept the book is so it's about so it, I read it in middle school or high school um but it's there was this big like war and there was a lot of fallout and so these people are made to believe that their little society within broken down Chicago are the only people left and throughout the series of books they find out that they're not and that they were divided into these factions which kind of ended up causing all of this turmoil between everyone when this like larger group of people put them there like as an experiment to see what would happen if they thought so like generate yeah so there's like generations of people thinking yeah so it's like the same idea as that or like the fishbowl theory that one's always fun which is there so, like people there are other beings watching us yeah that are larger and our brains just can't comprehend it yeah that's spooky that is a spooky one mm-hmm. well there's like i think it might actually be like a shell silverstein poem or something it's called the zoo or something now i'm we don't fact check on this podcast, <laughs> but it's basically... Do not come to us for factual information. <laughs> the gist of this poem or short story or whatever is that we found, we as human beings found life on another planet and then we brought it back to our to life and all of us thought we were going to the zoo when we saw these creatures but the creatures thought they were going to the zoo when they saw us mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know so it's it's kind of like that but like we can't see we don't go to the zoo mm-hmm. only the overlords go to the zoo to see us Oof. they must be real what's something that like causes chaos in a fishbowl because I feel like algae? right now that's what's happening to us. There's algae? a big spot of algae growing on top of North America right now. Just like we got to clean that up. Clean it up. We got clean up. Clean up on Isle America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last one is probably one of my favorites, and I don't. I don't put you could technically be like Bigfoot's part of that what are you doing I don't consider Bigfoot part of this but I love supernatural creatures of lore like cultural lore Mm. so I'm specifically referring to example in North America the Wendigo in Latin America the Chupacabra um in like Ireland and Scotland, banshees. We're talking about like the kraken, the basilisk. Most of these, I've just heard the names of, and I haven't actually like. I don't know much about them. Were you about to say the basilisk though? Yeah, that's so. I was actually surprised by that because I was doing some research, and that's actually an ancient. Um, Greece and Rome like origin it's known as the king serp and the basque basilisk yeah it's said to have um, the power to kill any living creature within its fatal gaze um so that kind of makes sense though because I do know that well 
but <laughs> have you seen those things where people are replacing jk rowling's name on the harry potter books because she's anti-trans yes. yeah and so yeah. like the, the writer of, of harry potter shania twain yep yep or whatever yeah so i was kind of about to do that be like well she who must not be named the yeah. the writer of harry potter she did a lot of research she pulled a lot of things from greek and roman history and greek and roman belief and religion mm-hmm. and language Mm-hmm. Obviously, all the spells are mm-hmm. so, one of those languages. Um, like, dragons are deeply rooted in um, mm. Chinese culture, ancient Mesopotamia, Europe. Um, the kraken is, it's originated from Norway. Um, it's in Noridic folklore. It's a fearsome giant squid-like monster that would capture ships. You talk about um, in Ireland and Scotland, banshees, which is pretty much like wailing, screaming women that were supposed to be like spirits. And if you like heard their cries, that meant someone in your family was like going to die. Um, There's the chupacabra, pretty much, which I think is really funny when you actually read about it. It's a supposed to be a creature that like lurks around in the night. and its actual name means goat sucker, and it's said to attack like animals and drain their blood. So it's yeah. like a folklore kind of creature version of like a vampire, sort of, I guess. Um, and then, you know, in North America, there's the Wendigo, the US, Canada, Great Lakes region, um, is a cannibalistic spirit um, believed to have the appetite for human flesh. Spooky. So I think those are fascinating because I think a lot of them, as I pointed out, they're creatures rooted in cultures and they're only specific Mm -hmm. to specific areas of the world. In some ways, I find that more believable than like, than Bigfoot Mm -hmm. because the fact that the so-called Bigfoot has been seen all over the world almost disproves the theory because traveling. Mm-hmm. But something that's very local, very centralized in one area could actually be more realistic because a creature would probably stay in an area. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think it's, again, not only cultural based, but I think a lot of people believe, like, specifically, I know just because growing up in North America, the Wendigo and the Chupacabra are very, like, spirit-based that can manifest themselves into physical forms. So it's not like you're trying to prove a living, real creature. It's the idea of a spirit that has a little bit more of an evil presence and it can make mm. itself into a physical form. And I think, I think personally, and I know the chupacabra is very like specific to Latin America and Mexico, Mm -hmm. but I think that just goes back to like people's animals would be stolen off their farm and they'd find them dead. And it's like, how do you explain that? Um, Or just myths or in Norway, the Kraken, you know, ships would sail and they go missing 
and people wouldn't be able to find them or they wouldn't come back from their journey. Oh, the Kraken must have gotten them when there's so many other... It becomes a way of explaining, Mm -hmm. of explaining things and then it just gets passed along for so long that you don't know what's real and what's fake and Mm -hmm. what actually happened and what was made up to make the story better and... Mm -hmm. But I so also it all think kind of feeds into yeah. its ability to become lore. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's also a sense of imagination when we talk about just creating like fairy tales and stories that we tell our children, mm-hmm. and especially back, as you said, it takes a long time for something to become lore. And I think those kinds of stories or stories that have been told for generations just because they just sound like stories that you tell around the campfire to like spook everyone out kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, think about the most horrific thing. It's literally the idea of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein because Mary Shelley was literally staying, she was on holiday at a big spooky castle and they all were like let's all write the scariest stories we can think of and Mary Shelley thought of Frankenstein and that became obviously a very popular book but I feel like it's kind of within that same and also I want everyone to take the second to remember that Frankenstein was not the name of the monster but the name of the doctor and the monster is never named it's just the monster Mm -hmm. so Next Halloween, unless you're going as a doctor, you're not actually going as Frankenstein. Get it right. (laughs) Get it right. (laughs) So, but know that about why she wrote the book. Yes, I learned about that because we had to read it my freshman year of high school. I also had to read it freshman year of high school. It was very difficult to read, only because along with. Romeo and Juliet and To Kill a Mockingbird. Did you ever have to I love To Kill a Mockingbird, but To Kill a Mockingbird's what? good. Lord of the Flies. I think we read that song. No, I never had to read Lord, Lord of the Flies. It's a lot of like, oh, this is what life resembles. And you're like, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I'm in high school and I hate my own existence. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever feel like that in high school? You just like hated you existed and you're like, I don't want anyone to look at me or talk to me or please, no. I don't know if I hated that I existed, but it was more, I hated the people around me. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't want to talk to anyone. I think it said best. So Andrew and I are watching Naruto. Mm. He's getting me into anime. And I told myself I wasn't going to like Naruto, but I do now. Ugh. I'm now I'm invested in the story and all the characters and one of the characters I'm not going to like confuse people with names because it's annoying but a lot of characters like have catchphrases because obviously Naruto is obviously a Japanese anime so it when you're watching it in English they all have like catchphrases they say a lot and one of the catchphrases of the characters is he goes oh what a drag like that's practically (laughs) every other sentence out of his mouth and I just that's what high school that felt high like school. like you're just like oh, oh i have to like i have to get I up i have to read this next book that they're telling me to read everything felt like a drag so well that's my episode about spooky supernatural stuff maybe we can get into like specifics and i can like actually research and we can maybe have some good facts 
yeah, we can totally do another episode of something like this with like specific stories. If there were like the top five most convincing stories for any of the things that you said today, it would be really cool to like tell them. Ooh, and we could put like pictures up and be like, evidence, sort of. <laughs> sort of evidence. <laughs> the sort of evidence. evidence. Imagine me being a lawyer. <laughs> I will now present to you the sort of evidence that we have. This um, is you will see <laughs> what are they called? Uh not unit. Observe. What are they called? I don't know. I've I can't. obviously never actually been in a courtroom. Me either. I just watched like Law and Order SVU. That's mm. about it. Yeah. Or in Legally Legally Blonde. I oh I trip over my words so much, guys. And I don't know if it's because I just think faster than my mouth moves. I don't know. I'm sorry. I swear half the things that come out of my mouth, I'm like Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Such a good movie. Elwoods. Maybe I'll watch that tonight after I make my um, zucchini mozzarella. What was I gonna make? Oh, I said oh mm-hmm. instead of eggplant parmesan, a zucchini parmesan. I was trying to think of the word parmesan. And parmesan. It, it came out mozzarella. <laughs> I don't have any mozzarella. Mozzarella la 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 la. Um, I need to go because I need to make fish tacos. Guys, fish tacos are so good. Highly recommend if you do tacos all the time and you want to mix it up. It's such a, it's a nice, like, light version. Yeah. Something else you can always think of for, well, I do vegetarian tacos. So mm-hmm. if you want to mix it up, you like tacos, mm-hmm. here are some other things you can try. Mushroom tacos. Mm-hmm. They balance very nicely with some balsamic. Or fried avocado. <gasps> I think people don't think about this one at all. Oh. Avocado tastes good fried. Mm-hmm. Um, go breakfast, put eggs in your taco. Oh, yes. 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 Eggs and, and tacos. also never use a hard shell taco. If you use hard shell tacos, I will find you, and I will kill you. That's and then we'll see if ghosts are real. Natalie and I always said that we wanted after we died, we wanted to haunt people together and like spookily say vines across the room to each other. I remember you telling me this. <laughs> so we both would be like two bros chilling in the What is this? <laughs> Wait, what the vine? Chris, is that a weed? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a crayon. <laughs> well, because we're like, it's we're haunting people, but it's a very harmful or not harmful, oof, <laughs> not harmful haunt. Like it's very innocent and fun loving, and just to confuse people. Yeah, especially because the youth are forgetting the vine. 
we can't let them forget. The use of yeah, today. they're all into TikTok and stuff, which supposedly might be banned. I us. know it's already been banned in That's a lot of countries. That's called banning the freedom of speech. Well, supposedly, according to people, it's Chinese spy technology. Da, 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 da. It actually is. Apparently it does collect a lot more data on you than any other social media. Spooky. Like, TikTok apparently tracks your location at all times. That's spooky. So it, like, knows where you are and stores that information. Anyways, haven't brought myself to get rid of it, even though I am kind of spooked out by the fact that TikTok knows so much around me. This goes back to that one time. Okay, this is my creepy experience with tiktok i on tiktok had expressed no interest in anything like criminal minds related at all nothing had shown up either but like i hadn't Mm -hmm. told tiktok anything that i would have wanted to watch criminal minds and then i remember it very clearly the first day i saw something on my tiktok about criminal minds i had yelled in my apartment Criminal Minds is the best show ever. And I don't know <gasps> what I was talking about, but it was like something had happened and I had yelled that in my apartment or something along those lines. I had just to myself, there was no one else in my apartment. Oh my and then later that night I got on TikTok and there was a Criminal Minds TikTok. It was like the second one to come up. And I was like, that's spoopy. I really think TikTok is like, like actually tracking us. Yeah, I don't but have TikTok. But it also TikTok. is a very cool way for people to organize and get information. So, like, I'm against the banning of TikTok because then we can't sink another Trump rally. True. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember I saw it was a couple of countries, and the only one I specifically remember is India banned TikTok. You can't get on mm. TikTok in India. I do remember that. I don't. There were a couple of other countries. I don't remember which ones, but. Well, on that note, <laughs> you can on still listen note, to our podcast. Even if even if TikTok is banned, you can still listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on not TikTok, no Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, rate and subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify, which is where I think most people listen to us. Yes, I do believe that is our highest majority, is Spotify, and then we also have, we haven't, you can listen to us straight from Anchor, mm-hmm. that's where you would like to go, mm-hmm. or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening now is great. Yeah, it's perfect. Tell your friends that's and family perfect. about these two girls that talk about random topics. The first week, one has a topic, the second week, another one has a topic. The third week, there's a guest, and the fourth week, there's verses. I mean, we have a schedule. Yeah, it's a very structured podcast now. We have a schedule. We have, we have a schedule, but we do not have a fact-checking system. No. Also, I would like to announce that if you are listening to this podcast, you have made it to our 10th episode. Yay! Oh my god! We wow. made it to double digits! Double digits, and we have six ratings. We do. We got enough to say. Yay! Yeah. Has anyone reviewed us? 
I don't think so. Guys, you Sealed. should give us a review. No, we've just had we've just had ratings, no reviews. Well, guys, thanks for rating us. I think I think we should give people a script. Like if they if they want to review us but they don't know what to say, here are some things you can say. Mm-hmm. These girls are so relatable. You can say we're intelligent but don't always have facts. <laughs> You can say these girls love to switch from deep to crazy in two seconds. That's very accurate. You can say that, you know, I don't know why this podcast isn't at the top of the charts. Yeah. That's a great one. That is a great one. You could say, hey, you guys talk about food so darn much. Why don't you make a food podcast instead of a rando podcast? There's that. <laughs> but still give us five stars, even if you think we should change the topic of our podcast. <laughs> Please give us five stars. Well, everyone. You can say, this is the podcast with one practicing gay. And yeah. I really like that about this podcast. That is true. Well, guys, everyone, have a safe week. Educate yourself. Vote. About a lot of things. Educate yourself about everything that you can think of. Tell us about any supernatural experiences you had, any spooky stories you were told as a kid. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes, absolutely. We would love to hear them. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Do you believe in love? (laughs) All right. Do you have to go to the bathroom? No, I don't have to go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom before we started this podcast. Gosh darn it. Well, I know we both have to make food, so we will end. We do both have to make food. On making food. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.